Welcome to the Making a Runner podcast. I'm your host, Nick, a running specialist by kineticist and coach. And I'm your co-host, Davey, aka Davey on the Run. Through our shared knowledge and experience, we unpack the fascinating topic of running. We speak to coaches, athletes, subject matter experts, and everyday enthusiasts to help you improve your running. And ensure that you enjoy every step of the way, wherever the road or trail may take you. This is how runners are made. It's how runners are made, baby. Oh yeah. If you've got all this information and you're thinking the only way that I can start running is if I do three quality sessions and I do strength training and this and this and this, that's the only way to run, but it's not. It's literally just getting together and just getting your heart rate elevated for a little bit. And you don't actually even have to have even run a race to be a runner. If you've put on your socks and your duckies and you've broken sweat, you're a runner. If you put on a piece of clothing and feel, first of all, like supported you stand up a little bit taller you feel beautiful so your clothing is very well designed you are more keen to go out there and run your best and run your fastest yes, look good feel good we all have varying levels of talent but what we do with that with that talent and how we look after our body well that's up to us nicola Davide. my boy how are you feeling? T- t- tell me, tell me what's been up. We haven't done a little catch up in quite some time. Yeah, Davey, you know what it is. It's after two oceans. I've, I've hit this dip. You know this post goal dip mm-hmm. where you just kept on flying high yeah, all the way flying, to comrades. Yeah. So I've been struggling. Just like harder, eh? <laughs> just like harder. I've been, I've, I've been struggling to get up in the mornings. I've still kept going, um, but this is the week. This is the week I'm getting back on the horse. And I know that this is the week we we all found out the true distance of this year's comrades, which makes me a little bit a bummed. little bit of it sad. <laughs> I sent it to Nick, and he told me to f off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, I'm quite happy that I'm not doing comrades. You but can I still won't. run it. Yeah, on just the unofficial side, next to you. Yeah, just do it <laughs> you know, on on my bike maybe this year. But yeah. yes, the 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 route is officially 87.5 kilometers long this it year. It is over two kilometers. Shorter. Two and a half K shorter. Last year was actually closer to ninety one. Which means which means that basic 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 mass is that for someone going for a, a seven hour seven and a half hour marathon. Which at, is not everyone. Which is not uh, everyone, no, but this is quick <laughs> mass. So five minutes okay. Two K is shorter, you can take ten minutes. Just like that. Straight <laughs> just off like that. It's straight like, off the top line. Which like also tax. means that we are most likely going to be seeing some new records being set uh, this year. Yeah, uh, I think there, there are chances. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll chat to our, our comrades' special guests in, in due course and find out what their thoughts are on that. But yeah, look, shorter course, yeah, could be could be the year for uh, five eighteen plus comrades. For me. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Davey's already questioning. He's like, Nick, I'm already questioning. It's yeah. 2K shorter. What I want to run sub seven. Well, uh, no, you know what? I, uh, our friend uh, Matt Dove sent me a message and he basically, did you listen to it? He, listen, ju- he just said, you know times. what? You, you got to give it horns. <laughs> if you have a good day, you have a good day. If you don't, you don't, but never have any regrets. And I like it. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. But um, enough about elite racing and, and big things like comrades, because we do talk a lot about that. Uh, yeah. we, we interview elite athletes, professional athletes, um, professionals in the sport itself. But we also we also like touching on the topic of your everyday runners. Yeah, and their incredible stories of how they go about their normal day-to-day running 
and still achieve incredible things in their daily businesses. And, you know, the, the, the guest on today's podcast is someone that has done incredible things for the fitness industry in general. She is the co-founder of Burnt Studios. Her name is Andriana Crenia. Andy. And Andy. Andy. <laughs> from, from Toy Story. You are right. <laughs> and uh, she speaks about her, her journey as a runner. You know, she is a fast runner, a fast enough runner. She she went in, on to run a PB. At, yeah, you were here. She at, questions herself. She questions <laughs> herself, but she did run her, a PB, I believe, a 141 at Two Oceans Half Marathon. Um, so throughout this podcast, she questions herself whether she can do it or can't do it. And it's the normal trials and tribulations that runners go through. But at the same time, she is an incredible businesswoman. She's developed one of Africa's fastest growing fitness brands. And we as Making a Runner are so proud to be partnering with them for the next few episodes. And I think that, you know, she embodies everything that the sport is about. So I believe that you, you could all learn something from this discussion of how to manage your, your work today, life balance, as well as family and everything. So we hope that you enjoy the show. Here's Andy, guys. Enjoy. If you love the work we are doing and the impact that Making a Runner has had on the running community so far, then why not become an official Making a Runner fan? That's right, guys. Making a Runner is now on Patreon. Although this started purely as a passion project, we have had to become realistic about the time and cost of running a successful podcast. And that's why we've decided to provide memberships where our fans can either make a pledge to support our work or receive exclusive behind-the-scenes content, discounts on racepass.com, as well as downloadable running programs to guide them along the running journeys. If you want to make a pledge and become a super fan of the show, make sure to go and visit patreon.com forward slash runner. Thank you for your continued support and enjoy the rest of the show. Andy. Hi. Hi. We are so excited to be here with you today at Burnt HQ. Thank, thank you for having us. No, thank you guys for lugging all your equipment <laughs> <laughs> in, all the way here from Durban. In our very official Making a Runner travel suitcase. Yes, I'm going to send an invoice to Davey. He's going <laughs> to sort me out for that one. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we, we're so excited to be here with you today to chat to you. I think, you know, what you guys are doing down here is really fantastic. So to get it from, from you directly and, and get an idea of your journey to getting to this point, uh, it's really going to be an exciting episode for us uh, so thank you for making your time available no thank you so much i'm really keen to get really nerdy about running so here we go <laughs> cool so maybe you can, we can start right there then you can mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your running journey so far okay yeah absolutely so i my like running journey started quite late in my life i'd say never was a runner at school or anything like i'm naturally quite sporty or so but the team sports, I did swimming, um, but never really ran or anything. I actually only started running like very casually in university. It was like the easiest way to not get too fat. From yeah, <laughs> I also dabbled in, in university, but it didn't last very long. Literally, it's like I would go through waves and I'm like, oh, how like first year syndrome is starting to kick yeah. my ass. And then at some point I would just, you know, start running again. Never knew anything about what I did. Um, just basically put on my tackies and I just went for a run. I would say about 2019, I really started falling in love with running in the way that I do it now, still really not knowing anything about like a structured program or anything. But it really got me out the door. It got me feeling good. It mm. got me um, 
yeah, you know. The endorphins, yeah. Can I can I ask, was yeah. there anything that, you know, in 2019, because you mentioned that as a specific, yeah. you know, year, was there anything that, you know, like the penny dropped or, or what was spark. that? Sh- yeah, what was that spark? And, and how did the running bug bite? Because it does bite and it once does. it bites and it's like very, it's infectious. But uh, was there anything that you can remember that really got you like very involved? Yeah, so there was this one time well just backtracking a little bit from from 2019 at some point I was you know really unhealthy and unfit and everything and I was actually on holiday with my family in Mozambique and you know you just didn't feel well or anything and my mom she was a, a runner um hurdles she was an athlete at school and everything and um, university she's just one of those people who were really really good and she just told me go for a run. I'm like, oh, last thing I want to do now is go for a run. And she just said, trust me, go for a run or, or else, you know. Yeah. And I, I just basically, I went for a run on the beach. I think I did like two Ks. I got back, I was on the beach and I told my mom, flip, I feel good. Yeah. And she said, remember this feeling. Yeah. Remember this feeling because yeah. if you ever don't want to run, you wanna, you're going to get back to this feeling. Mm. From there on, I kind of, you know, ran a little bit more and... I don't know, just every now and then, you know, twice a week or something, I would go running. But the turning point for me was entering a race. I never knew that I was competitive <laughs> until I ran my first race. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate a lot to the yeah. story. I want to ask, when, 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 did, um, when did you fall in love with running? Do you have me your... Me, yeah. specifically. Oof, yeah. I, I've always enjoyed running. It was something that I did. I played a lot of soccer growing up. So it was just part of the process of playing football. But I think uh, I really just... It started enjoying running when I moved up to Belito because it's such a strong community. Yeah, community and, yeah, you know, yeah. we're going to get chatting a lot about the community yeah. element. So for me, it was just having other people to, to share the sport with. Yeah. And then uh, Paris Marathon was the, was the, big one, the yeah. thing that got me hooked for, for life. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so Andy, you loved the racing component. Yeah, so actually like at school, I... I was always like in the B team. Um, I did swimming, but I'd always be like second to last. You know, I never participation. Really, I was never. I was a yeah. participation girl. You know, I never really stood out in sports or running or anything. Um, my two brothers are really good at sports, but me, I you know, I sang choir and <laughs> things like that. So when I entered my first race, um, it was kind of on a whim. I ran this race, had no idea what I was doing, and I really liked it. I was like, I, you know, when you when you go into your first race or you go into a race, you always have like a finishing time yeah, in mind. Yeah. And I kind of like I asked my cousin, you know, what's a good like a first time a half marathon time? And she said like two hours. I'm Did like, you go from zero to half marathon just mm. like that? Eh, sheepers. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow, <laughs> she's, she's done it like it. most runners. I was, like a, I was like a park run, maybe start there. <laughs> no, well, at this time, um, I was living on my parents' farm, and the closest race was like an hour's drive away, and that was the only race with a half marathon or a full marathon. So I took the easy route the <laughs> yeah, for my I'm first glad. race. But anyway, she, she told me, my cousin told me, okay, go for like two hours. I'm like, okay, absolutely, going for two hours. I came in at 1.55, and I'm like flying, <laughs> sure. you know, I was. <laughs> on top of the world and I just thought you know this is the best feeling on this planet right that same day I signed in for my like signed on for my next half marathon I was going to be in New York like a few months later it really helped me get my visa and everything and I'm going for a race um ran my second half marathon there and it was 
the hottest experience of my entire life, I swear. It was this flat route. It wasn't the New York Marathon. Is that the, Br- Marathon. the Brooklyn Marathon? It, I, I think, think so. It's the Brooklyn It half. was unlike, the, unlike their promenade thing. It was the coldest day that I've experienced it in my entire life. It was like raining sleet. We had to do the same route four times. And like I couldn't feel my feet. Like it was horrific. Still came in under two hours. I was on top of the world. And then from there on, I just kept on... I'm getting goosebumps. Can I I, I just say, you know, to just go out and run a half marathon in under two hours without, with minimal knowledge about what you're actually going out there to do, just someone telling you you should go run two hours, it's it's quite impressive, really. It shows you that you you actually do have quite a lot of potential. Well, I I think like I'm very lucky with the genes that I was born with. You know, um, my mom's family in general are really sporty. My dad on the other side is also, you know, sporty and. I was also born with this thing of like, how hard can it be? So <laughs> I kind so of like... So you like to test yourself. Yeah, I'm like, you know, half marathon, oh, how hard can it be? You know, I just <laughs> kind of like did my yeah. thing. But yeah, from there on, did a couple of half marathons like every single mm-hmm. year. Still really not knowing what I'm doing, just trying to like improve by a minute at a time. Um And then started, I did my first full marathon, the Cape Town Marathon in 2019. So I, that's basically the that was the turning point for me where from there on i think it's like a a, almost like a rite of passage if you're like running a marathon and Mm. like that solidified it for myself it's like i'm a runner i'm a runner yeah i'm I'm so happy to hear that because so many people (laughs) this this is making a runner so there we go (laughs) thank you but i'm so happy to hear that because so many people in this country you know unless you've done two oceans or done comrades it's it's always the same thing. Oh well, you're not no, really no, but hold on, but until you've done it. Because are you planning on doing two oceans fifty six or comrades? One day, yes. There it One is. day, there yes. It is. But it's the right way of going oh, yeah, about yeah, it okay. because mm-hmm. most people will sign up for an ultra and then they'll run Do their they first twenty one, <laughs> their first forty two, just on the way to the ultra, and it becomes that like was, that was me, like in twenty twenty. You know, COVID <laughs> was actually sorry, sorry. COVID was actually really good for my running because. <laughs> I did my first full marathon in 2019 and I thought, you know, the only way is upwards and onwards and that's Two Oceans Ultra the next year. And comrades, I was entered. I didn't know anything. I ran my first marathon not even fueling beforehand. Like, I didn't know anything. So Fueling during? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Da- like, Davey was still doing this no, last week. that's horrible. <laughs> Excuse you. Flip. So, the, in, the races got cancelled, yeah. which... I think it would have ruined running for me forever if I had run those two races without knowing anything. Yeah. Because um, I, I think that's the thing is like you don't just jump into an ultra. Yeah, for sure. But but you know what I I genuinely love hearing is like I can just hear the passion in your voice about your running journey, and I have the same you know passion. Nick has the same passion. A lot of runners, we, we, you just fall so head over heels in love with the sport, and I can, I really just like I love listening to somebody's journey of how they started and because everybody's journey is unique to mm. them you know and it's it's everybody's journey is relevant and it's special yeah. to them and it's like nobody's journey is is more important than others we all love the same sports and we're all doing the same thing but i really do just enjoy hearing everybody's unique story um and then i wanted to ask so obviously you fell in love with running yeah and then where did you know burnt get involved maybe we we jump in the gun here but yeah. but no, um, absolutely so with you know, finding my feet with running and training, a lot of that came with, you know, if I'm if I'm taking a bit of a female perspective, yeah, um, you need to feel confident 
in your equipment and equipment falling like including clothing so I absolutely found a lack of support and confidence in the clothing that I had previously to starting burn so you, you can want to run as fast as you want or jump as high as you want or anything but if your clothing holds you back you can literally not be your best yeah mm. if you are running and you've got a track session but your tights are like falling down halfway through it's yeah. holding you back and or also if, and also confidence i mean absolutely because so yeah if you if you put on a piece of clothing and you feel first of all like supported you basically, you stand up a little bit taller. You feel beautiful. So your clothing is very well designed. You are more keen to go out there and run your best and run your fastest. Yes, look good, feel good. It's like, it's, it's, it's the same for, for, for us. Yeah. Maybe for me. No, Nick, for sure. Nick doesn't really, I see you come in a track with like these like, Three three quarter, <laughs> next, next three quarter. Yeah. Nothing is good. <laughs> no, the, the least, the better. When we're training in the humidity that we train yeah, in, but yeah. I mean, it's so. It's is it fair to say that basically your you, the start of your running journey sort of followed the start of, burnt, of burnt, the yeah. brand. Yeah, yeah. I would say they were like parallel to each other. So prior to really starting to run and taking it. I would say, like in quotation marks, seriously, I didn't have proper equipment and proper clothing with that. So with developing clothing that's made to, to support you and to enable you, I was able to live that as well. Mm. You know, um, I suddenly had tights that support me. I suddenly had a sports bra that support me. I suddenly felt confidence in my clothing. And with that, you, you live it. And I mean, that's uh, as soon as I started getting these samples that we created with these incredible fabrics and, you know, the, the technology that we use. Yeah, I started living what we are about. Experiencing. And, yeah. and, and you decided to take on the conglomerate organizations. I mean, the, the, you, know, you know, the I won't mention brand names, but I mean, obviously, we know that it's not an easy industry to get into because there's very well-established companies and brands out there that, you know, do it all and have established, you know, their footprint in the country. I mean, did you see Burnt getting to where it is now when you started? Did you see it competing with these big brand names? Because it is. Yeah, you, you dream and you yeah. that's the ultimate aim. But 100% I experience pinch me moments every month. <laughs> Do you think it was because you went the, the very woman-focused route and you built a you know, good following there? Because the other brands, just from my experience, you know, like, unfortunately for South Africa we're like constantly in, in the shadows. So European markets might do a whole bunch and South Africa really never sees it mm. um, in terms of, you know, different um, ranges that they're producing. Um, I've seen it firsthand. So do you think you guys being local and everything you do in South Africa is, what's it, um, local, local is lacquer basically. It's, it's you know, yeah, you guys are I here think, first. I think because... I'll, <laughs> I always say I'll never make that I don't wear, like, that I won't wear. Yeah. So because we started out of like creating something that I would really love, I think portraying that passion and portraying that like belief in our clothing, it really resonated with our community and the community that we've built. I also think that there was a like a big lack of a fashion and like mm, a beautifully yeah. designed element to performance wear. Because that's the thing is we, we're not here to 
be athleisure. We're not mm. here to be That's just like a, yeah. a fashionable sportswear. Our products are performance and quality first and, well, fashion also first. <laughs> so it's For just sure. those two together, you know. So we take a lot of a lot of pride in what we do, especially from a design perspective. So both myself and our um, apparel designer, Shanna, we're both runners. And with that, Pierre, he like helps us develop the menswear. He's also really into fashion, but he's currently training for the like the Ironman 70.3 yes. there in Derbs. Yes. Um, <laughs> Good shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so before we ever launch anything, we test it properly but we also like kind of like style it in a way so that we know that we are that bridge between your fashion closet and your activewear closet and all of that bringing together basically um cultivating confidence in you know your day-to-day lives because it's not mutually exclusive it's not someone's not only a runner or not only a businesswoman or not only a this or that like we live holistic balanced lives I, I really have to commend you on I mean the brand mm. that you guys have built is incredible and just the fact of the story that you're telling us like you know growing up you sang in a choir you weren't really the sportiest <laughs> individual to now being literally spearheading one of the the biggest local fitness industry brands like I can I can imagine your your pinch me moments it's crazy but how do you manage all of it because I mean obviously you're chasing your goals as a runner as well mm. and in, in fitness and obviously running a, a brand <laughs> yeah. it's 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 a lot of work you so know what? how do you manage that balance um I, I learn all the time um so I actually spoke to my mom about this a few days ago and I told her listen like I know that you need to have balance in your life. You know, you need to take rest days and you need to take holidays and everything. But I love the feeling when you are training at your best. You are 100% in. You're giving it your all. You are progressing. You are going for it in my training. In our business, we go through times when we're absolutely flying. We're opening stores. We're launching new collections and everything. And I enjoy that. And I want to put all of my energy in there. Mm. So how do you manage it that you don't get burnt out? Um, and she Excuse told me, the pun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't. That can be that yeah. can be the the title of the Don't get burnt out. Don't get burnt yeah. out. <laughs> or do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she said, if you are someone in your life that, or if you are someone that wanted to live an extraordinary life and you thrive off of that energy and you thrive off of that um, like feedback that you're getting from you giving it everything then you need to prioritize your rest as everything as well so i actually like going into like the week before two oceans this is technically taper week Mm. last week i couldn't even think of putting on my tackies i was so tired i just didn't i tapered last week (laughs) because i really needed that rest so if you find a, a time in your life or months or anything that you really go for it like all in then when you feel that you need rest Go all in with your rest. Take sure. a week. Don't just try and do a day or go for a early night once. Um, you know, every that now week. and then. Basically, going you basically explaining going through those ebbs and flows right now. Absolutely, of, of absolutely. So, the 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 positive and the and the fun and the excitement and everything is mm. so rewarding. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's just when you've got that energy, go for it, enjoy it, 
give it all you got. But if you've got that week then when things are a little bit slower, where your emails are a little bit slower, you're not necessarily launching something now, you're not necessarily training for a race, then take a week. Yeah, be kind to yourself as well. Be kind to yourself. But it is something that I'm still struggling with at the moment. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's... It's not something that we can do without our team. I mean, if yeah. if you're speaking, if you spoke to me three years ago, that was myself and Pia, and we were doing every every single aspect of this business. But we've got an incredible wow. team. Tell, tell us a little bit about Pia. Come on, because I mean, you've mentioned her. Yeah, we yeah. know Pia, but like, <laughs> give him, give him a little bit of a shout out. Okay, so Pia and I, we've sure we've been together. I think over nine years now. And so Pia is the other co-founder yeah is my husband yes. and he's the other co-founder here at burnt so what was burnt an idea between the two of you yes okay yeah so and he um, and he backed the because at the time it would have been a a woman woman first brand right yeah so Pierre's basically the business brand behind everything um he's absolutely incredible i yeah I, if i would have done this by myself i wouldn't have succeeded the two of us complement each other holistically in our business and like in in life as well um but in business wise we just we we've got different skill sets and different almost different passions you know so he's very entrepreneurial he's innovative he's like business driven and he's incredibly smart me i like i like to make things pretty you know i like to which is important (laughs) very important you know so i basically make sure that we've got um you know beautiful um functional products to sell and he makes sure that we've got a business that's growing and healthy and everything so we've got very complementary skill sets um and luckily it works out really well for us we've got some like skills that overlap but yeah so he's and you started in 2019 right yeah yeah and then three years later he finally got the men's range. <laughs> You're shy. <laughs> <laughs> he finally has been knocking on that door and then it's finally... You're shame. No, but you know, we we decided initially we are going to focus on women because we we saw the, the need for it first. We thought that there's a bigger demand for it. It's just a whole uh, bunch of considerations that we did. First of all, um, women tend to um, take on a new brand and new product. They'll yeah, they'll they'll explore it a little bit um, yeah. quicker than than men do. And, and you were living it. You were in that situation. Exactly. exactly. It was yeah. So yeah. was it your brainchild? Like, was it your idea? Sort of, women need this, you know. And then we we considered uh, like a couple of options, and then just when we thought of this, doing sportswear with or like quality active wear with a beautiful fashionable element, I said flip. I need this, yeah, you know, and <laughs> if no yeah, one else buys it, I will. Yeah, you know, because the thing is, like, Pierre was very happy. He's still going to the gym in his Marty's rugby shorts and an <laughs> old, you know, school T-shirt. He was like, Fashion. yeah, he was happy with that and doing his thing. Um, but for me, I need a little bit more confidence to get myself mm. in the gym. I needed a little bit more confidence to get myself on the prom, um, to go running and everything. So the need that I had, I also felt that there are more women, in, you know, yeah, in this sure. country at least. For who, sure. who need this but it was Pierre's idea to focus on women's first and establish ourselves as a proper serious brand with a good community before we go and basically divide our attention mm. and then burnt the men men's. and and yes. if you don't mind me asking obviously it's been going for what a year now the men's range yes or oh, only four months only oh, months? only four months since december last year since december last year yeah. okay and and the market how, how has it been it's been it's been incredible. The feedback that we're, that we're getting is 
really, really great. I mean, we spent a year to develop the the first range. We didn't want to drop something and then it's just like a lousy t-shirt and like yeah. a short. So we launched with like a whole proper collection and the feedback that we're getting is amazing. My favorite thing to see is basically like a couple, like a, I was about to a, say, a, a girlfriend, think, do you, boyfriend. Do you think it's the girlfriend <laughs> buying the boyfriend? Definitely, definitely. We see that often, even in Valita. We, like when we first started noticing like a mm. burnt shirt or like some pants, it would be like, no, 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 my, my wife got me this one. It, it, <laughs> she ordered online and she got this. No, I, I haven't gotten it yet. My wife sitting in the back here hasn't. Hasn't got into hinge yet. Come on, guys, <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. We, you could have been prepared for this meeting at least. Says eh? Davey over here. Yeah, but yeah. We, know, yeah. we know, we know. I'm just, I'm just ignoring both of your switches. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's cold in Cape Town. I mean, oh, didn't expect yeah, it. Typical. But so now burnt men, yes. right? Obviously, you guys are trying to grow the men's range and... Mm-hmm. Is there more exciting new launches coming that uh, people can look forward to? Yeah, or? well, if you turn around, you'll see our little bit of a planning. Oof. on there. <laughs> take, a, take some sneak peeks. Yeah. And, and when are sneak- you making your first pair of shoes? <laughs> That's what I want to know. No, you know, never say never. I would love to have a shoe, but I think to develop a shoe is yeah, a hell of a different ballgame than to develop a pair of titles. But I'm sure shorts. you guys are entrepreneurs and you guys are reaching for the stars, so I'm sure there's been a conversation somewhere. Oh, all the time. I have really? shoe designs on my laptop. <laughs> but running shoes? Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Carbon fiber. <laughs> but if I make a running <laughs> shoe, hell yeah, it's going to have some carbon fiber in there. But it's Do also it. what we're talking about, right? Like you're saying like, you know, you need to put your energy where you want your growth to be. Yeah. So now if you are focusing on your on your where to you want the growth to be there. Now mm-hmm. if you're trying to spread your yourself thin over growing into shoes and other other different uh, pieces of equipment, it it might affect all the other elements as well as your personal life and your running life. Yeah. So I guess you guys know best when it comes to that. I think if we're a bigger team with bigger capacity we'll probably be able to go into something like that. But where we are right at this moment, our team is <laughs> fully loaded. <laughs> we are working really hard to um, expand within our product development of men's and women's mm. activewear and you know, bringing some athleisure things in there as well. Um, but the biggest thing for us now is to expand within our retail stores because yeah. w- what we've just seen is that physical connection with Mm. customers is Mm. a whole different thing. Like we did our absolute best with, especially over COVID time to create a community with, Mm. you know, an online community basically. And I think we did that really well. But now the fact that we can physically almost I want to say touch our customers yeah, yeah but can, yeah, yeah it's no. a physical connection that we have with our customers now which is making a massive I mean it, it like makes difference. sense but I mean in, in a in a world that you know everybody loves online shopping mm. you know it's super convenient and you guys are open I mean how many stores do you op- have open at the moment we have two open at the moment mm-hmm. we are actually opening uh one in Mall of Africa next week Friday sure exactly I mean I mean and then for a small brand I mean opening up you know when I say small brand, I mean, in, in comparison to your, yeah. your global corporations and stuff like that, I mean, I know global corporations in South Africa that have one store in this country, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, what have you found? So, like you say, people love coming in store, mm-hmm. trying the stuff on. And, and do you think there's a, there's a need for that more than there is for online shopping? Do you think, especially with clothing, people want to try it on? I mean, because I know I stress about ordering something because mm-hmm. you order something, then it comes and the size is a small, but it's 
too small or too big and then they're returning and it's a it's a hack <laughs> <laughs> i know so <laughs> just before we opened our first store in Selamash, like i knew that there was a demand for or like a need for like a physical shopping experience especially for um you know active wear because you wanted to fit really nice mm. but i didn't know the need was that big so when we first opened our first store in Stellenbosch, it was so much easier for someone to make that first purchase, you know, because first of all, you, like a product may be how beautiful, but if it doesn't fit like really nicely or supportive or the fabric's not nice, you're not going to be happy with it. So people going in store, feeling the fabric, seeing mm. the quality that we produce, trying it on, having confidence in their sizes just for that first purchase and having that um, personal experience in store because our shop assistants obviously help you with your sizing and you know specifically the activity that you want your clothing for and then from there on it's really easy to shop online so now you've got your first purchase now you can just you know tell everyone hey birthday i'm small Um, (laughs) (laughs) just allows you to grow that much quicker so when when can we expect something uh, closer to us yeah in durban kzn is always if you find us a good location (laughs) we'll be in touch we're we're on it define good location (laughs) where do you want to shop i'm (laughs) floaty no no, not the right place for for burnt uh, studio store davy we'll we'll think about it we'll we'll think about it visit durban first oh come on down i honestly think belita is the place though Polita, yeah, you're probably right. Polita Junction. I'm sure, I'm I'm sure Leah, would, Leah would be <laughs> I've got some contacts in Junction. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> but I want to say also, yeah. having been into one of your stores, I think, you know, you get the whole ethos of the brand when you walk into the store. Like you, you feel like a part of the brand. And I think that makes a huge difference to online shopping. Even if I know something like, that I can get online, it will be fine. Like for me, like if it's not fine, like it's a schlep to send it back. I'd just rather not do it. But when I'm in a store, like you say, trying things on, but just getting that good feel from from the brand itself, I think is a is a game changer. Mm. So I'm very excited for you guys to be yeah, able to thank more you. No, That's awesome. It's huge. And um, Andy, so speak to us about Burnt Running Clubs because mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, Burnt as a brand, as a clothing brand, you know, you're also you're very much community driven. Um, when did you guys start your Burnt Running Clubs and, and how, how have they been going? And just talk to us about that journey. This episode of Making a Runner is proudly brought to you by Burn Studios, one of the fastest growing activewear brands in Africa. Whether you're out on the run or running errands, you won't miss a burnt look marked by the iconic orange tag. Bridging the gap between high-end performance and functional fashion, both women's and men's ranges are designed for comfort, support and style. The recently released Clifton Collection is the go-to for women, whilst the Athens shorts and Boston running tees make for a powerful combo for any gent. Shop SA's hottest performance gear online at www.burnt.ca.za or in-store at Stellenbosch, V&A Waterfront or the Mall of Africa. Yeah, so we... I'm actually bad with dates. I think we had our first, like run here in Cape Town about a year and a half ago. Okay. Um so that was yeah, that was actually before we we had a store. This was a very fun way of us to connect with our customers. Um just, you know, basically doing a bit of a meetup, doing a five K run. And then with that we 
you know, you'll post it on social media and then everyone in Stellenbosch is like, we want to run in Stellenbosch and then we'll start <laughs> running in Stellenbosch. And, um, we've got five locations at the moment. We've got Cape Town, Stelly's, um, Joburg and Pretoria and Durban. Oof. <laughs> Just yeah, congrats. Thank you. Durban run in yeah. there. And Durban. The girls were very <laughs> persistent that we opened up and then we started a run there. So basically, um, we do like a summer run series uh, twice a month. Uh, we've got two running captains per location. Basically, heading up the runs, we do a really easy five and then we've got a wonderful sponsorship with Vida, which um, everyone who goes to a run gets a, like a free coffee afterwards. So and it has to start from a Vida, obviously. Oh, well, if it doesn't, then we get these nice like iced coffees from them. So oh, they sort us out. Do you have to wear burnt to, to go and join these <laughs> You don't have to, but it's um, frowned upon. It's frowned upon I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to. Frowned yeah, upon. If, ever need just give us a call um no but you know what what we've realized with these running clubs is even though running is is a sport that's quite easily accessible in a way you know you basically just need some active wear and a pair of um, trainers and you don't Mm. need to buy a bike and helmet or anything a lot of people find it a little bit intimidating just to get into it um i think with i'm thinking back to when i started running there was nothing basically out there for me to consume to put me on a bit of a path unless mm. I went to go search for like a training program mm. but these the, these days there's a lot of information on social media and I think it's a little intimidating because everyone's speaking about tempo runs and paces and yeah. long runs and track no, sessions right. and you know progressive runs how do you just get into it how do you just get into it so if you just want to go for a run and just feel a little bit better if you've got all this information and you're thinking the only way that I can start running is if I do three quality sessions and I do strength training and this and this and this, that's the only way to run, but it's not. It's literally just getting together and just getting your heart rate elevated for a little bit and and that's where, those the, that's where those social running clubs come into. Exactly. But I mean, especially in Cape Town, like Cape Town's almost, I wouldn't say saturated, but like it's Cape Town's Germany, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, Joburg and Durban cannot get it right at the moment in terms of like, we have running clubs, but those are official running clubs. You know, that's DHS, Old Boys, Dolphin Coast Striders, Fuck yeah. Chiefs, everybody licensed. We have clubs. And they've mm-hmm. got good communities behind them. But you guys have got Must Love Hills, Cool Runnings Club, Running mm-hmm. Lake Club, Run For Coffee. There's there's tons, you know, your Burned Running um, Club and all of that. So it, it very much, there's obviously a need for just that social mm-hmm. running entry, element where you don't have to be part of a club and it's like buy your license and it's just like exactly. it's for the community and actually speaking about what we basically started the the podcast with was when do you classify yourself as a runner yeah mm. and you don't actually even have to have even run a race no. to be a runner if you've put on your socks and your duckies and you've broken sweat you're a runner oh. and the these running clubs that we socially create basically um just helps you get into that and i think a lot of people find the first month of starting to run with say for example, if, even if you've you know run before and you're just trying to get back to into, into it or you've never run before that first month is really difficult like you every single run that you do you're struggling and you think this is running like you're in pain and you're out of breath and everything but if you've got a community around you that keeps you accountable not telling you you have to be there but they're like Flip girl, you. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. just getting past that first 
month even to getting yourself on the road and making you feel a little bit better and then from there on you can start running and you can start yeah. you know make, the way it makes a big difference to have a starting point because like even as you said when you were starting out in that first run that you went on it was like a 2k run you know mm. like you know it's okay there's nothing wrong with going for even a 1k or whatever you can manage yeah. to start out but it's about having that safe environment to to go and do it and obviously being in South Africa, safety is a concern as well. So it's always nicer to go and do it as a community. Mm-hmm. And then if you have people that are willing to support you and guide you through that initial phase, as you say, the first couple of weeks are always going to be the most challenging of any new adventure and, and running is no different to that. If someone wants to join uh, some of your runs, how can they find out about them? Is that on social media, or on your site? Yeah, so we... We, we normally run it in the summer months. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit colder. <laughs> You're better in the summer. We, we've now just basically finished our summer run series um, end of March, I think. Yeah, yeah, end of March. Um, but w- what we normally do is basically at the beginning of a month, we post our two different dates on our Instagrams. And with that, we've got Strava groups per location. Yeah. And then on the Strava groups, um, the captains post the route, the starting times, the, you know, you can RSVP on there. You can see some of your friends are going. You can see it's a big run or a small run or whatever. Um, and then also the day before, or the week before and the day before, we also just post on our Instagram. So that's the best way to find So us. Yeah. So, I mean, I wanted to ask, and it's quite a tough question. So I do apologize, but obviously the running, like you mentioned, it can be quite intimidating to get into running, Mm -hmm. right? We as runners find running to be a very open community, but my wife, for example, who's not a runner, Mm -hmm. struggles to get into it, you know, into, into running because she's intimidated by various things, how fast people run, the certain friendship groups that they have and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then with burnt running, uh, with your burnt running club, how do you guys, or are you, you know, making yourself out to be a community open for anybody to join? Absolutely. 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 So, yeah, I I know that it's intimidating to get into like a... It can like be group. quite. It can be quite yeah, clicky. Yeah, yeah. And then, or and then or if you just see like everyone knows each other and you, it's your first time joining, like you don't know who to speak to first. Um, so basically, the way that we approach it is the captains. Um, we we choose them on not only their running ability but also their personality so our running captains are really open if they see that someone's new they approach them and say flip hi how are you i'm andriana um you know how are you feeling today welcome to the club everything and then our running pace from there on is very easy so we've got some people walking we've mm. got some people um you know the majority of the group is like a really easy pace and then we've even got people who end their long runs with our you easy know easy run yeah, or yeah. they they do a, yeah. our 5k as a warm-up and then they go for a sprint session or something so we've got runners of all abilities and it's really important for us to have like a, a like a an, like open arms i think it is so thing. important for the running community as a whole you yeah. know just to just to always you know try and be as as open to everybody as possible which obviously you guys are doing which is great to hear i mean there are certain clubs and stuff which can be quite yeah i think you Clicky? know it's, cl- it's club culture but yeah. at the same time it's it's always going to be difficult as you say mm-hmm. rocking up regardless of how friendly people are you as an individual who's got a goal to start running or want to get fitter wants to lose a little bit of weight whatever yeah. your goal is you got to be able to take that that first step no, and absolutely. i think knowing that 
there are safe places that you can go to. There's going to be no judgment. It's going to be an easier effort to get into. Mm-hmm. That that helps a lot. And also, as you said, the time of year helps a lot as well. Because <laughs> yeah. if it's cold and dark, it's unlikely to be a good experience yeah, first up. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. But I hope that your running doesn't take a, a dip during, during winter. Hey? Yeah. No, yeah. no. She's a professional runner over here. She's oh, that's <laughs> I, want, I want to take it back. She, I want to find yeah. out more. Last <laughs> I heard was 2019 oh, uh, right. Cape Town Marathon. Marathon. Okay. Where's it been since then? So 2019 Cape Town Marathon. Wow. Yo, I had such a weird experience there just internally. Like I I wasn't really like a confident runner or anything that time. Didn't know anything. So first of all, didn't feel before a run. Some way, someone told me, remember to feel daring around. I'm like, aha, <laughs> I got this little bar in my... At 32Ks probably. <laughs> literally, at 32Ks, I, I took my fast bar that I got in my race pack. This will save me. Yeah, and I, and I ate it and I was so sick for the rest of the race. Right. But I also didn't know how to pace or anything. Yeah. I had a goal time in mind of like 4.15, came in at 4.04, so I was stoked. Hey, yeah. Absolutely. Um, You're but an overachiever, from, eh? Yeah, all, all my... You I give just yourself that my, buffer. Like. <laughs> I just set myself, like, really low, like, goals. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that was just, like, starting out. I had, I had no idea what I, what I was doing. COVID year, super weird. Um, I barely ran. Um, yeah, everyone... It was a bit difficult. Yeah, but I was... But surprisingly, also people just got into running. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did, like, the opposite. And, I mean, I was even on my parents' farm. I so you had to oh, run. No. Davy developed an RTB pain from running around the same parking lot in the same way. RTB. I did a marathon in my car park. I know. <laughs> I know. And I, got I had listened pain. to your podcast okay. before. <laughs> hip pain. It's no, pain. I know. That's the thing. That was so weird. But I think it came from me overcommitting at the beginning of the year, going like two Ocean's Comrades, and when those two races were cancelled, I'm like, <laughs> thank goodness I, d- I didn't do this to myself. Anyway, got back. Um, 2021, I did just wanted to do sub four. I did so three, three, three fifty three. <laughs> so when we were there as well, 2021. Yeah, okay. 2021, I just nice. wanted to do sub four. I did three fifty three last year. Just snuck in. Just snuck in under the four, eh? Yeah, I just made it. Oh, and then last year, I wanted to improve even more. See, see I didn't know it, I was competitive. Well, yeah, yeah, I am competing so with So what myself. did you want? What did you want? Um, 3.45. And what did you get? 3.39. <laughs> Okay, so three thirty nine last year, mm-hmm. hey? Yes. Oh, that's, that's you should have started there. It's a very good time. That's a Thank very good you. time. Yeah. I I never really know like, am I a good runner or not? I think I'm faster than average, but I don't think I'm like fantastically fast. I think you're a good runner. It sounds like you're a good runner. It sounds like you're at the start of your running journey. And which do is you have a coach? Part. I don't have a coach. Let me introduce you to my good friend okay. sitting next Davey. to me, Nicola we'll Akampora. shake hands across the table, Davey, but this, we'll save this conversation okay, for sorry. later. Thank okay. you for the introduction. That's right. But uh, 2022. Yes. 339. Mm-hmm. So you got under that 340 when you wanted three, under 345. Yeah. You running 21 at Two Oceans mm-hmm. this weekend. What, what is your goal? For the Sub 130. Sure, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Straight in, eh? Oh, oh yeah. up. That's absolute goal one day. Um, but it's super weird. Even though I've I've been running like marathons consistently like every year, I haven't really raced a half marathon in four years. <laughs> That's exciting weird. though. Yeah. yeah. So 21K is so much, such a nice distance. I always say I this to everyone. Distance. I think it's probably my favorite distance. We often find ourselves doing like, 
ultras and marathons because that's what we do in our training. But 21K is, is so much fun. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough, but it doesn't put you out for a couple of days mm. afterwards. Like it's a hard effort when you're doing it. It's a, it's a short effort, so you still have your whole day. Yeah. And it's a nice way like to travel, be able to do a 21K. Like I think 21K fitness is probably my sort of ideal goal. When someone asks me, like I, I want to get into a good routine of running, I want to be able to say to them, you should be able to go and run a 21K, mm. like be able to do 15Ks on the weekend. Like that's a nice yeah. place to be at with I totally your running. Agree. That's basically, that was my like goal for this year is to improve my 21K um, time. Last year, everyone, like before the marathon, they asked me, okay, so are you going to do comrades? Are you going to do oceans? And I'm like, heck yeah, I am. <laughs> and um, literally after that, I'm like, no. <laughs> I cannot time. imagine running another 14 kilometers after finishing a marathon just to do like the ultra. That's Hectic. Yeah. So and then another what like thirty four kilometers. Yeah, yeah. Speak to some people and like, oh no, the ultra is short. The fifty six k. That's beauty about it is that it's short because yeah. it's not ninety k. That's the like, mentality no, you're, you're that I'm at the, mo- at the moment. I'm like, this <laughs> is so weird. It's a short race. It's a different mentality. Yeah. But yeah. I think you've got, like I said at the start of the podcast, I think you've got a very healthy bug for running where a lot of people have got an unhealthy bug for running. They're either running away from something or they're trying to to cover up some other elements in their life with the running. So they, they dive straight into the ultra element. And I think that's not a healthy way of growing as a runner. What you're doing right now is is great. You know, you, you're spending your time in the shorter distances. You're trying to get faster. You've done a couple of marathons, which is a huge deal in this country we don't make enough of a big deal about running 42 k's it's a huge deal and then you know if if and when the 56s and the 90s come your way i think you would have built a nice base mm. to to build from rather than going about it the other way yeah i agree is very happy about I'm this very, as, a, as, a, as a coach Nick I, i'm very happy very so what happy. is your goal for two oceans this weekend <laughs> I don't know. Because whatever yeah. you say, I'm going to minus like 10 minutes from it because that's the trend. Did you see the trend? I, I, I know. I just, I've, I've got no idea what I'm going to do. What's but your gut telling you? My what would you be happy with? And don't say anything under two hours. What would you be happy with? <laughs> uh, <or laughs> anything under two hours, I'll be crawling. <laughs> anything under 145. Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm th- I don't know. I've got like 143 so in my head. Oh. No, I actually don't. I don't actually we'll don't see. No, I but do. we'll see. It's a tough route. That's For a 21k, it's a yes, tough route. I is. mean, have you done the 21k? I have not. It's a, it's a nasty route. You start mm. on like a disgusting, what's that hill there? I don't even know what it's called. They're, they're in um, Newlands. Yeah, I mean, it's in the dark. Like it's a, a very a, tough route. Eh? It's a very tough route. I mean, that hill is even hectic on the Argus. Mm. You have to cycle it. I have to run it. <laughs> Yeah, so but a beautiful route, nonetheless. <laughs> it is a beautiful route. I'm really excited for it. Um, I do feel a little unprepared, to be completely honest. Like I thought I'd be a little bit more prepared. But, but sometimes that's fine, yeah. that's when the best races actually happen is when you when you, you don't, don't put too much pressure. You don't on put yourself. too much yeah. pressure. You just so I told Pierre that I know that I'm going to feel like I'm dying, but I'm not actually dying, so I'm just going to push through. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just unless you are actually dying, <laughs> then, then not just. And I hope medic. that you've uh, taken care of your uh, your nutrition. I are do. you carbo loading? <laughs> I'm not so much carbo loading. I'm just actually eating carbs. <laughs> ah, that's, that's the right way. <laughs> two gram, two two grams of carbs. You already got sorry, it wrong. ten grams. You got it wrong. It's been a while, hey. Wrong ten wrong. grams of carbs <laughs> per kg of body so, weight. So what are you doing? <laughs> Me at the yeah. moment, I'm just trying to survive through my day. <laughs> it's a big a busy time, at the, but I will start doing 10 grams of carbs for you're every looking, kg. You're looking a bit depleted, baby. <laughs> yeah. I saw him today. I was like, have you been eating? He's like, 
Uh, I um, haven't really focused yet. He's got, he's got to focus you now. Have he's to, got a you're running like 56 kilometers in how many? Five days? Three days? Yes. Yes, three oh. days. Two days. Three days be there. 10 hours, <coughs> 32 minutes now. So Davey's, uh, from one of our podcasts, Annie, it was Annie's podcast, eh? Mm. That she spoke about uh, the amount of carbs per gram of body weight that you have to take in. So she said 10 to 12 grams in terms of like a carb load. Mm. So Davey weighing 70. 60. Uh, 60. He went and tried to have 700 grams of carbohydrates, which... Per day, which is a lot of. Do you know how it's actually crazy? I'm sure you have my fitness pal. Uh huh. You just try, I, just try it. <laughs> Even try and do half. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But nutrition is important. Nutrition and, is and, important. And, and it but that's help. a reason why you've got these little sachets these days. No, no, but it's leading up to it. That's that's arguably the most important time. No, definitely. But I mean, if if. You're not going to be eating like a whole bag of potatoes per day. <laughs> My fitness pal says you should. My fitness pal so says you try, should. Try something different. No. No, you're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got your nutrition better. You, you know better. what you're going to do on the day. Yes, you're I not going to ha- be having that bar that made you feel no, no. But it's actually yeah. I'm. I know that we can have like a whole conversation on nutrition as yeah. well. It's just something that I. It's it's a really weird like thing to try and figure out initially especially if you're coming from you know I was like really young when I started running and the only reason why I was running initially was to make sure that I you know thank you we've had this conversation it's like um, <laughs> it's it's the difference between nutrition for performance or, or running for performance which needs nutrition for performance yeah. and then running for I don't know mental well-being or just weight loss or whatever so it's yeah. like there is there is like a it's you're almost deciding, yeah, yeah, you're almost deciding you, you're before. either one side or the other. Yeah. So it is difficult for a lot of people. Like I, we've even spoken about it, even for me at one point, it was and like. Especially women. I think women yeah, struggle with women. it a lot more because obviously that there's there's other factors at play. There's hormonal factors at play. Um, and do you find that that's something that you, that you take into consideration as well when you're training or not really? Yeah, absolutely. So just by the way, me being like a, I would say like a normalish like runner. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm not like winning races, but I'm, I, d- I didn't, I've got structure to my You're program. Everyday and everything. runner. So yeah. I'm, a, I'm an everyday runner, absolutely. So the question that I get asked the most is, what do I eat and what is my nutrition? I think because there's not a lot of information out there on this specific thing. You've, you've got in a lot of information on how to perform and how to feel how to feel for performance if you are doing triathlons and you're basically like you're you know there's <laughs> there's nutrition on that but there's not a lot of people who's just educating you on how to feel for normal long run without you know eating 700 grams of carbs or or going for for a run and thinking that you're going to save calories because you want to you know become a little bit leaner and then you you know you're or burn Shaky those calories by the yeah. by the time that you get it at the end of your run, you know there's not a lot of information on that kind of like middle part, mm. and that's kind of like what I've been figuring out over the past few years is how can you be a lifestyle runner? Every now and then you are focusing on running a race, but you know you're not at that like peak performance level all the time. So you've totally. got to yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've got to have like that, that mid of it. I think it's a bit of a taboo topic though it as well. Like though. people don't like talking about it. People don't like advising on it. Especially like you don't like to advise someone to do on something nutrition. because it only works for you, you know? Exactly, yeah. Nutrition is such a complex thing that it becomes difficult to figure it out. And most of the times the only way you do figure it out is 
through trial and error. Mm. And in order to do that, you have to make the mistakes. Like you had to take that bar at 32Ks to know, okay, no, I need to get my <laughs> nutrition again. on it. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people make mistakes and they learn. Yeah. And that's often the problem with that newbies find coming into the sport is you can have as much information accessible to them but until they've experienced the issue, they've experienced that energy deficit, they've experienced the overtraining, they are likely to make the same mistakes. Uh, and that's, I think, a way of learning as human beings, yeah. you know. So it's the same thing with running. Uh, the more time you spend running, the better you become at it. And I think, you know, as you, taking it back to your question of not knowing where sort of your running journey is going in terms of like what is your talent level? Mm -hmm. The talent level that you're born with is what you're born with. We we all have varying levels of talent, but what we do with that with that talent and how we look after our body, well, that's up to us, right? So we got to listen to our body, like you did last week. You were feeling tired, so you took a rest. Didn't didn't run too much. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Now you extra tapered. Yeah. So now you're gonna you're gonna be gunning for that 143. <laughs> Now you've said it. It's I'm going to let you guys know what a two-week tape feels like. <laughs> but, you know, you've had to learn. And mm. I think the main thing comes down to as long as you're listening to your body, you, you, you should be able to make the right decisions for you. Yeah. And there's enough information out there available if you're willing to, to dive deep enough and, and make the mistakes as well yeah. to learn. But I just want to sort of tie off the conversation i have a quick question about nutrition while we're on okay. the topic okay mm. do your burnt shorts have pockets for nutrition <laughs> which ones the men's men's yes. shorts and ladies 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 our tight shorts do got yeah. a little bit of sneaky yeah. pocket here in the back yeah. um yeah. our new like looser shorts do so you not, so you thought of you thought of that element to it we thought of everything there you go brilliant so now now you know if you're looking for some stuff on nutrition, yeah, yeah. Well, the nutrition <laughs> pants are, are hard to find for guys. Eh? I must say, Snack because you, you want something that's that's tight enough that mm -hmm. can carry enough. Because say now Davy and I are going to try and run four hours at Oceans in a couple of days' time, and we're thinking, okay, 60 to 80 grams of carbohydrates per hour. Now, oh, but if you don't listen to me, I've already given you the answer. Just wait. Okay. 20 grams per sachet. So uh -huh. now we're taking uh, essentially you should be taking three to four sachets per hour. Now over four, four hours, hours. That's like 16, 16 sachets. sachets. Can your pants do that? <laughs> no pants can do that, Nick. No pants. God. Magic pants. I don't know. But, oh, but, but, but if you could do that, you would have two clients. Right, yeah. more, more than two. Yeah. More than two. <laughs> more than two. We, we, she's thinking about it. She's figuring it out. I, I am. I'm Product developers, right, yeah. Davey. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. I'm, I'm still stuck on the, on the, the 16, 16 yeah. sachets. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a lot. No, you're no, taking no. one every 15 minutes. But the good news is you get, you get lighter as you go. So they just <laughs> need to just hold it for like, you know, after every 20 minutes, it's like laughter oh, and laughter. That's ideally yeah. what we should be doing, but it's, it's oh, hard in practice. Yeah, I can imagine. And if you've got we seconders, you've got, yeah, we will be. But if you've got seconders that can meet you halfway and give you half the stuff or run with a pack, that's the other options that you have. I can no. give you some stuff in Hot Bay. I'll be there. Okay. There we go. Deal. We've got our inner cider. So <laughs> That's what he was trying to get at, actually. Yeah. Can you, can <laughs> you help us out? Thank I you. will. <laughs> Where I'll are your goals and aspirations going? Personally, professionally, in terms of running? Like, wh where, where, What can we expect from you? Oh, big question. Let's start with uh, running because I think that'll be quick. Um, <laughs> just 
keep on um, improving every single year. I think I do need a coach, if you know someone. Oh, well, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll, we'll chat. Um, I'm also looking for, <laughs> for one. So we'll do two for one special. Yeah. You can jump on. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Um, I, I actually just want to see, you know, what my potential could be with running. Um, this year I'll definitely want to see if I can break a, like a 140 half marathon. Hopefully, I I don't know. I'll will see how it feels. Maybe even one thirty. Yeah. Are you going to do Cape Town again, marathon? Hundred percent. No. I'll Is do it? that every single year. It's okay. my favorite race ever. We might see you there. Yeah, we will see you there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, and then just um, because I love running so much, um, I want to do one of the um, Abbott's majors this or hey. next year. Cool. Um, Berlin. And then, Berlin. We'll see you there. <laughs> Seems like we're going to be on We're like following this. the same journey. Are there any guys buying flight tickets? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll make a plan. <laughs> um, so one day I would run, like to run all the Abbots and then just see basically Very how I improve cool. my running. And then with that, my big goal basically with my running is just to, through sharing what I do, help especially women basically just get into running not even be the best or anything like that, just because it's changed my life so much. And it's not like, like I said, I'm not the best. I don't know everything. But running for me is this one constant in my yeah. life that keeps me grounded. It's almost like an emotional experience for me. When I run, like you get this sense of relief every now and then. It just, it's amazing. I we feel you. I yeah. love running so much. and I'm just so passionate about it. And I just wanted to, I want to, I want people to, Try it. Push through that first uh, month of mm. struggling to get fit and just go for it. I've got, I've got the it. headliner. Burning passion. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's just running. It's, it's one of the big yeah. loves of my life and I'm just going to keep on going with that. Um, then business-wise, this year is very full with us launching a whole bunch of new products and basically just giving our customers everything that they could ever want and everything that I want. Because, <laughs> like I said, I just create what I want. Yeah, you put um, your heart and soul into it. <laughs> yeah, so. um, well, it's expanding with the retail stores and everything. But big, big, big goal with Burnt is basically just to be a brand that enables you to be your best. So whether that's running, whether that's, you know, just feeling healthy and strong in the gym, whether it's just you feeling really confident when you're just wearing up one of our pair of tights, it's basically... We want to be the tool that enables you to be your best. Hundred percent, yeah. Be, being wow. being happy with um, with just who you are and yeah, confident, and making you feel confident. And, yeah, and like you said in the beginning, clothes are such a big part of that. So yeah, you're not going to run in something that chafes you. You're not going to run in something that doesn't support you. Not going to run in something that doesn't carry sixteen sachets there we of go. Yeah. Yeah. Goose when you're <laughs> doing your. We attraction. need the right stuff. The exactly. tactical wear is everything. It's it's literally like these the products that we make can literally help you be your base so that's the big overarching goal with there, there's do. no shortage of passion <laughs> no for sure uh, that was excellent i really really enjoyed that conversation yeah thank you um, so much thank you for sharing all of this i think yeah. thank you for sharing your journey and thank you for sharing your offices with us <laughs> You're and most having welcome. us yeah um we look forward to to seeing the progress and seeing where burnt as a as a brand goes from here but we, we're excited yeah, I'm excited um, for, to see what you guys are doing. I absolutely think it's so cool to have, like I told you in our in our first Zoom meeting that yeah. we had, um, 
like I listen to a lot of podcasts and it's always relevant to another environment. It's always relevant to America or England or something. So it's so refreshing and so fun to listen to two guys chatting to, you know, my idols, you know, Harda, um, Our Irfet, idols, yeah. um <laughs> Mariella, you know, yeah. everyone, it's, it's these people that not only do they speak in your accent, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it's um, speaking of products that I know, speaking of routes that I know, speaking about races that I will be able to go run, you know, next weekend or anything. It's, it's, it's so relatable and it's so fun to see mm. you running not only as as like not as inaccessible, but really yeah. actually very accessible. <laughs> that's the nicest thing anybody's that's, that's ever said nice. to I us. Think that's nice. <laughs> cut, cut it, <laughs> end it right there. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. It's been a pleasure being here, and uh, we wish you all the best for your sub one forty five. Uh, on the weekend, I'm sure. But by the time I, I we release um, this, we'll be able to tell people how it went. Yeah, yeah we'll put it in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Andy. Thanks, guys. I really had a good time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Making a Runner. We hope you enjoyed it and found value in the show. Don't forget to rate and leave a review on your favorite streaming platform. And remember to share with your running buddies. Follow our journey on our socials and feel free to engage with us on all things running. We wish you a pleasant run wherever the road or trail may take you. Bye for now.